Hello, and welcome to The Benevolent Disruptor. It's a podcast about disruption. Disruption to your organisation as you seek higher levels of agility, but benevolence where you see kindness as being critical to your change process. In the podcast, we'll talk about getting a agile system to perform whilst reconnecting your people to purpose. Hello, my name is Niall McShane and welcome to the latest episode of The Benevolent Disruptor. So look, today I'm going to talk about software delivery. Now I know often people are more concerned about business agility or more broader concepts to do with agile, but today I'm going to go back to basics and I want to give I suppose some measures and some metrics to you, whether you are an executive, a CIO or a CTO, or somebody who's been given accountability for a large program of software delivery. I've worked in this area for over a decade and coached systems of work involving hundreds of teams working with C-level executives in, in very large global companies and I've learned lots about how to improve the delivery performance for software development and the right questions to be asking when teams and programs and portfolios of work are starting to get going and mobilizing. It's important to be able to do assurance and have some predictability of the software delivery process. And that's what this podcast is all about. I'm going to give you some numbers. Specifically, I'm going to give you eight measures that I believe everybody should be able to calculate when they're involved in software delivery. So without further ado, let's get to it. Some of these all seem pretty obvious uh, and It's not so much that it's a difficult concept to understand. Each of the measures are pretty simple to to appreciate and get your head around. It's how you can then get the answers on what the actual number is of each measure. That's the difficult part. Where do you get the data? Is your software development process and the way you manage your work set up to get the data because that's part of the problem. If we don't have the data, then we're getting down to opinions about what's good and what's bad if uh, if we're having a conversation around just how well are we performing from a software delivery perspective. So let's go through these numbers, these measures of software delivery performance. Number one, lead time from when you agree you're going to develop a software to solution to when that software is ready to be coded. So in other words, you've approved an idea and it's going to take a period of time to understand and and run a process that often is called discovery or refinement of that idea in readiness for a software developer to cut the code. How long does that take for you to take an idea all the way from approval to having 
it refined enough to discover it, understand, appreciate, and and be able to get it into the hands of a software developer for them to cut the code. Now, your answer might be, well, it depends. So let me make it easy for you. Let, let's say, for example, this is a piece of work that's approximately going to take a developer 10 working days, 10 dev days to get done. How long would it take you to discover that? Or not you, but your system of work to discover that. Let's call that the lead time to ready to code. I've been in systems where that would take anywhere from a week to 50, 60 days for that size um, amount of development work. But it's important to understand how long it takes to work through and discover and refine an idea in readiness for the developers. The problem is if we don't get it refined pro properly and we start developing code too early, we end up having to refactor and fix the code because the idea hasn't been fully formed yet. And that just leads to waste. So that's the first metric. If someone asks you, uh, how long does it take to take an idea and give it to the developers so they can cut code? I think you should have a number. And uh, the, second, the second metric I wanna to talk to you is the natural follow-on from that. It's the lead time from when you have an idea that's ready to be coded to when it's actually coded and in the user's hands and that software is deployed and in the user's hand. So you've, you've sort of got these two times, lead times, the time from when an idea is approved, when it's ready to be coded, and then the lead time from when it's ready to be coded through when it's in a user's hand. And, and those two lead times give you your end-to-end -end time from an idea to when that software's in a user's hands. Now that sounds very, very simple, those two time calculations. But the, um, the number of software program projects or programs I go into where I ask that simple question and one, there's no data or the data is so inconsistent, it's not useful or usable. Um, or two, the data doesn't exist and nobody knows. No one's collecting data. So there's the first two. And, and the, third, the third metric to keep track of when you're talking about how long it takes for work to go from an idea into a user's hand is the variance in that. So it's okay. It, it might take 20 days end to end to do something one week, but then it takes 40 days to do it the following quarter. It's that variance that leads to really low delivery predictability. And that is very frustrating for the recipients of the software solution, your clients or internal customers. So your lead time variance, though the variance of or fluctuation or distribution in how long it takes for you to go for your system to take an idea, get it ready to code and then from when it's ready to code to when a user's hand. So that whole amount of time needs to be consistent. With too much variance, you don't have any delivery predictability. So that's the third metric. The fourth is the percentage of software releases that fail or have a problem or have to be rolled back. It's important to know uh, what the change failure rate is 
because it gives us an understanding of how we're going with testing and quality, etc. But then the very next metric, the fifth one is, well, how long does it take us to resolve these failures when they happen? The time to resolve. And then the sixth one is, well, how often are we releasing working software to our users? So those metrics, um, especially the lead time, percentage of failures, and the time to resolve and release frequency, make up the DORA metrics from DevOps. Very, very popular and known globally. So there's six metrics. The seventh is measurement, so impact of the work, so business results. So if we deliver software that works and it's in a user's hand, has it achieved the business outcome? So the seventh metric is what are the key results that come from the software that you've delivered? And I don't know how many times I've been speaking with the program director of a large software system and, and they've said, we've hit all of our dates. We've delivered all of the features for all of the software requests. And I'd ask the question, well, did that achieve the business outcome that this, this solution exists to achieve? And quite often they don't have an answer because that's not what they're managing. So key results. If you can measure the key results from the software being delivered, you're in a really good position to say your, your, your delivery performance is on track. The eighth measure is a simple one again, but one that I find is uh, more and more often I'm finding it's not being measured. And that is essentially team happiness. If you don't like happiness, engagement. Um, are the workforce experiencing the way of working and their job? Is it a great experience for them? Are they coming to work going, this is great? I'm enjoying my time here. The work might be tough, but I know that I feel like I've got a place where I belong. And, you know, if we were to survey them, the scores would be would be positive. So that is that is the eighth measure of a, of a really good, high-performing software delivery system. So they're my eight. They're the eight measures that I use. I'll go through them again in a quick summary. One. The lead time or the time it takes from approving an idea to that idea being ready to be coded in a software solution. Two, the lead time or the time it takes from when it's being when it's ready to be coded to when it's in the user's hands and they're using it. Three, the variance of both of those. So how, how much variation is there in those lead times or is it consistent and predictable? Four, the number of failures when the software is deployed. It has, has a major problem or has to be rolled back. Five, the time to resolve that failure. Six, how often we're releasing. Seven, the key results, the business results that come from the software that's being deployed. Every release, are we measuring it? And if so, is it trending positively? And eight, team happiness or engagement. Those eight measures are what I do for every software delivery engagement that I go into. I get some baseline numbers, and then when I'm going to introduce changes into the system, when I'm supporting, coaching, or advising on how to make that system more high-performing, I use these numbers. These are my measures. 
So when I introduce a change, I'm looking to improve those numbers. Whether it's taking waste out of the delivery process to shorten the lead time, whether it's increasing release frequency, whether it's measuring the business impact of each software release or improving how happy the team is or getting some really strong automation and DevOps practices in so we can uh, reduce the number of failures and improve our time to resolve those failures. Hopefully you can go back after listening to this and ask those questions of your program and help put the measurements in place to capture those eight points of data. Stop the press. I forgot a measure. (laughs) So I've edited the podcast and I'm going to slip in a bonus measure. Measure number nine. My sincere apologies. This is one of the most important ones and I almost left it out. For our two lead times, when we're calculating how long it takes to go from an idea to software that's in a user's hand, we want to get the process efficiency score. So in other words, if it takes you 100 days to take an idea, get get it ready to be coded, do the work and get it in a user's hands after release, for that 100 days, How many days are waste or wait time where people are not doing value-added work? So process efficiency is a very important number to measure because it indicates how efficient your software delivery processes are. Usually I uh, achieve a process efficiency score. I I get the number by doing a workshop uh, that builds a value stream map, but that's for another podcast. Anyway, that is a very important ninth measure um, and I really hope you enjoy asking these questions of your program directors. Uh, Good luck out there and thanks for listening. 